Wait. No, wait. No, wait. I'm already recording. Hello from the other side. Jesus Christ. Calm down. Holy fuck. Hey, I do that really good. That was loud. That was really loud. At least I can say that I tried to tell you I'm sorry. Oh, you can sing pretty good. Yeah, I'm half drunk. I used to compete. Anyway. Well, anyway. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to welcome to Mad Cow Mad Cow Talks Politics. Well, it depends if you blew, if you completely blew out the spe- the blew out the microphones, then you probably will. I did. Mm. Anyway, today it's me, chilling in my basement. I'm not driving seventy miles an hour down the highway this time, which is most of my podcast. So, motherfucking room. Pretty much. So I got playing tug of war with my doggy, and <coughs> me and my. Girly friend. woman. Basically my wife. You're basically my wife. Basically. Eh, I don't know. That's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. You basically are. Um, I ain't got a rock on this finger. Yeah, it'll work. It's just... It ugh. looks pretty naked. That whole hand is naked, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm responsible for all the other fingers. Just one finger. It's okay. Anyway. I have rings for the other ones. Just, oh, God. We need fixing <laughs> so anyway, we're just having a couple drinks. It's our monthly anniversary. We generally take and try to <coughs> chill and and uh, spend some time together on these all holiest of days. <laughs> oh, holy! You're the days. one that started the monthly thing. I know I was two but... years and four months, three months ago. Sorry, that was four months. Yes, but two years and three months ago was our first month anniversary. Oh, yeah. Well, see, fun fact, I, I inadvertently asked her out on 9-11, and I didn't realize I asked her out on September 11th. So, for a while there, we looked up the most horrifying facts about what, like, year to the day, what's the worst things that have happened on this day in history. I kind of miss that. Yeah. Well, we only really seriously did it for, like, two months. It was, like, two or three months, solid. Yeah, and then, like, other things started popping up, so. What? Yeah. Well, we'll have, to, we'll have to, we'll have to, maybe we can do that later tonight. Can't really do that right now, though. I'm going to put things in your butt later. No, you're not going to put anything in my butt later. I'm, I'm going to try. No, you're not. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I don't really have, I don't really have anything specifically for politics to talk about, but I guess I will. Oh, I was going to do that in the microphone. No, don't be ripping ass on, on my recording. What's wrong with you? Yeah, I didn't want to fuck up your microphone. I'm really telling you, she's, like she is really a lady, I promise. Super classy. Super classy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I can't do that shit. I just sound like a dying <laughs> cat. She sounds like one that's like, like a predator or something. So, I guess I'll just ask you questions because that's, Ooh, pretty, that much why, that's pretty much what I did with Matt the other day. I was pretty much sat down and asked him questions. Oh, we were like no. jumping around where. I have to use so, my brain. Well, I mean, you don't really have to. If you spell it wrong, it's your Brian. <laughs> I suppose. I wrote so, a paper once in middle school, and I spelt brain wrong every time because it was some sort of paper about the human brain and the way it worked. And uh, anyway, I kept spelling it Brian. 
and the teacher got a kick out of it. Ooh. She's like, I don't know who this Brian guy is, but he's quite fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember for the longest time I was spelling heart the wrong way, which was really awkward. I was you like, spell a lot of things the wrong way. I know. Well, you see, it's, that's the thing, though. It's like, I can... You're the smart one, well, book-wise. That's the thing, though. It's like, I, I've always had a problem spelling, like, even since I was a kid. I'm hoping the same thing will happen to me that happened to my dad. Or no, it was my <laughs> uncle. Like, he couldn't spell for shit his whole life. And then one day, all of a sudden, it just all the rules just clicked in his head and it fell in. And he was like, okay, I know how to spell everything. Like, he could spell anything. You have a problem spelling, and I have a problem smelling. Yours is nerve damage related, though. Mine's just dumb dumb. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to agree that quickly. Yeah, that's fine. You know, mild retardation happens. That's dyslexia. Leave me alone. Same thing. Uh, (laughs) I guess that could be a form of nerve damage. Um, No, mild retardation. Oh, that's you. Okay. So. Oh, so it's a it's an interesting. So, from what I know about your life, your life has been pretty, pretty interesting because it's it's funny because it's like you have a lot more you're a lot more right leaning than I am in a lot of ways, but also a lot more left leaning in a lot of ways too. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, well, like I'm not, I don't think it's going to matter saying. Well, in like some dis- ways, but like with the whole experience with disaster, I was, I was basically living. Yeah, I've lived in two communes. Well, it's like, it's basically communism on a small scale. I feel like it's really important that people should live in a commune at least once in their life for at least six months. So they can learn to never want it again. (laughs) They can learn how socialism actually works and how it functions on a realistic scale. I was thinking about that earlier today. That's funny you brought that up. Well, I mean, it's... It's just like, it's the old adage. It's like when you got like five farmers in in like ten square miles... One of them is legitimately sick one year. This is in communism. But they all still get the same exact amount of food, you know, because whatever comes from other farmers too and whatever. They get a little bit less because one guy wasn't farming. Okay, My the next experience year, was... Someone's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fake sick. And they're going to take a year off. And they're still going to get the same amount because why bother working? And then and eventually everybody's faking it and one guy's pulling the load of everybody. And to. that's more or less how it went with my experiences in communism. You'd have two or three people paying the bills while you had the other eight to 15 just mooching off of whatever, whatever they can get, you know, go out and beg for a little bit of beer money and drug money at Walmart or whatever street corner was hot that day or wherever, you know. But, you know, none of that money ever went to the bills and they were making more than us. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Like, I was thinking about that the other day, like, the, the and then, like, people you knew that make there was, a day. the first commune I lived in, there was one time, and, camp? no, there was one time, and somebody had broken into our room, and they had stolen our, our rent money for that month, and, you know, we were partying pretty hard, and me and the other person I was sharing a room with, and, uh, we were partying pretty hard, and somebody had broken into our room, stolen our shit. And so that month we weren't able to pay, and it just so happened we had, I want to say it was either 12 or 13 people in the house at that time. All right? Three Mm -hmm. of us, three of us were contributing to the bills. Right? Mm -hmm. 
me and or three rooms, let me say, three rooms worth of people were contributing the bills. And two of those rooms were single person rooms. And then it was me and the person I was with at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so we weren't able to make our bills that month. And uh, everybody made a big fuss about it. Like even the people that weren't paying the bills, they made a huge fuss. Oh my God, how dare you? And da da da. And it's like, you literally have never paid for a fucking thing since you've been here, you know? Oh, man, it was fuss- frustrating. And I always used to think that I was more democratic than... And yeah, that got ruined pretty quick. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Well, pure, dem- pure uh, democracy is never a good thing. Just because it's just like the whole adage is like, you have 100 people on an island... And you could be literally minding your business doing nothing, but if ninety nine of them want you want you wrote that you're dying, you're gonna get you're gonna die. That's what yeah. democracy is. Just because the mob wants it doesn't mean it's a good idea. No, I mean, even if you look at like these these cases with these police officers and shit, it's kind of the same way. They get put up on these fucking pedestals in the media's eyes, and then you know, or according to the media, they're put on these pedestals. And then society just rips them down and treats them like shit for doing their fucking jobs and protecting themselves. They got families, too. I'm not saying they're all right, but, you know, I I do believe that most of them are probably, when they shoot somebody and kill somebody, I don't think it's with malicious intent. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a weird thing, right? It's like you have 300 and how many million people in this country and... You know, how many, like, it's just a miracle in, more of them don't die. Well, it's just in, in, just in New York, <laughs> just in New York, from my understanding, per year, they have over 300 million interactions with police officers, just in New York, Believe per it. year, because they have so many fucking people. Right. So, the thing is, is that when you have that many interactions, and you only have maybe, like, three or four mess-ups where something goes horribly, horribly wrong. Right. It's not that bad. Really, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are there are going to be the outlier cases where, you know, people are just minding their own business and cops come up and harass them. There are going to be asshole cops. Well, I'm not saying that those cases don't exist. Right. I just feel like more often than not, even out of the cases that people try and make out to be, you know, oh, it's racism or it's some sort of prejudice, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, probably not. It's probably a very, it's just like, just like that one. It's just a mistake. Jason, the, one, the one up in Kenosha or whatever. Was it Blake or something? He basically, he just got yeah, done, yeah. he just basically got done, uh, he had his girlfriend's kids in the back of the car and he was going to run off with them. And he ran, he ran into the, the guy that got shot in the back like seven times. He's still alive. I didn't even hear about that. I, I think I want, please don't quote me because I might be wrong. It might either that one or a different There's been one. a lot of shit going on in Kenosha. There has been, but it was, I believe that was the one that ignited the whole stuff with Kyle Rittenhouse, the riots that he went to. It's just weird. You know, you never heard of Kenosha. And then it's like in the last like year, year and a half, it's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Something happened there that was important. And we're pretty, we're fairly close to Kenosha. That's like two hours away. That ain't that far. Never heard of the fucking place in my life until within like the last year, year and a half. I don't like driving more than an hour. Oh, I don't like driving at all, but. This dog has scissor teeth. Not unless it's in the country, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, you should have saw the one they brought me earlier. It was two little tiny pieces of rope. <laughs> they had to take the other half we're away. Sully was so excited. We're sitting, yeah, he's sitting here talking, and this was a loop. This was a closed loop like that, and he's just 
And it's just like two seconds later, it's like, okay. You have scissor teeth, dog. I love you too. Did I trigger you or are we just drunk? Trigger what? About the conversation we were having. No, I just got distracted. No, no, it's like. I had to ask. No, you don't trigger me. I never get triggered about it. I should trigger you. Don't, don't do your guy voice. That's just weird. All the other kids with the bumped up kicks. Okay, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Oh, it's like, um... It's actually funny. He's brought that up. I heard some, it was a weird statistic the other day. Most of, a lot of the... Uh, somebody went through and looked at all the, all the random shooters, you know, the active shooters in different places, whether it be like, School shootings. Laundry's done. I heard that too. Yeah, they went through and looked at a bunch. And it, like most of them were Democrats. Were they really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they think all the way back to the Columbine kids. The Columbine kids with what their writings were, they were more left leaning. Well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm close to center, but I do think in a lot of ways I am slightly more right leaning. Because, like, in my we mind, test. Remember we a lot test? of the people, yeah, I know, they said that I was slightly more left. But in my mind, when I think about Democrats, and I think about young Democrats, which tends to be a lot, it's like, I just think of people who feel entitled, people that feel, you know, I deserve. And it's like, you don't deserve. If you aren't working for it, you don't deserve shit. You know, I hate that. I hate that. I don't know if I ever really told you what the the viewpoint I come at this podcast all the time. I always come at this when I'm driving to work. I, always, I come at it from a point of view of someone that always grew up working check to check was pretty much poor for the most part. Yeah. You know, well, we grew up pretty it. similar in that, that aspect, you know? Yeah. I mean, we grew up in the same neighborhood, so. Right. You know, shockingly. Shockingly. So it was like, you know, growing up, especially in the old neighborhood. It was you, like, me, and Jay. Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. Dog, go. It's a miracle oh. I didn't know y'all before I did. You yeah. guys are old, but... Shut up. I have so far to Damn it. It's lovely. No, it's just, I always attack this podcast from that point of view of, like, growing up, it was like, no matter who I met in the neighborhood, whether the people from down in Parker's Woods were, you know, I, like, read him and his family, um, there's the Hispanics up off of Meridian. You know, never really knew all of their names, but there was like 12 of them that lived in that house. So I really like keeping track of everybody was a little bit weird for like a 10 year old riding his bike around. Like I remember Clint, Clint was cool. I don't think you probably ever met him. Um, he was cool. Was, my dad used to call him Eastwood whenever he was riding his bike. <laughs> Eastwood, you want some lemonade? <laughs> so those little funsy things like that. But it's like we, we were all kind of in the same boat right like it was a really blended worried. it was a very blended neighborhood yeah like nobody really gave a shit i always called it the hillbilly ghetto but it wasn't just white hillbillies <laughs> yeah and it wasn't too much i don't even really say it was too much of a too much of a ghetto because and it I mean, wasn't even really a hillbilly neighbor i mean there were you had your oh, quote unquote ghettos you had a lot of hillbillies the across the street oh, but God, i mean it wasn't like <laughs> There were some hillbillies. It wasn't like the media portrays hillbillies, though, with the Confederate flags and the racism. There wasn't none of that growing up over there. I mean, the worst thing that I remember about growing up in that neighborhood is I wasn't allowed to hang out with a couple of girls because their dads were pedophiles. Well, it's understandable for that. Right. And I didn't understand that then because I was a little kid. 
And well, my like, parents, you know, th- there's a long, complicated story, but, yeah. you know, they didn't just, I, just, I wasn't allowed to just hang out. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just like me. It's like, um, the only time I ever had a problem with anybody as far as my parents go was the 90s when the race riots were going on. And I didn't realize this at the time. I went through a lot of my I don't life even thinking remember my parents were a little bit racist because they didn't want me hanging out with Red, didn't want me hanging out with Shakita, they didn't want me hanging out with some of the My parents the were I racist. Well, my dad was racist growing up, but we used to, he had this friend and we used to sell him golf balls growing up. And he was a black guy. And I accidentally said something. I was little, like I was like six years old. And I don't oh, remember I exactly what I said, but I had said something about, you know, my dad doesn't like bleep. And and he got really mad at my dad for a long time. I think they've made up kind of since then. But yeah, it it was really bad. <laughs> and I felt so well, bad because it's like looking back now, you know, I didn't I didn't realize that that word was Yeah, you're two years still right. age of innocence. Not right. It, happy it, I didn't realize it was as horrible as it is, I guess, you know? Yeah. And really at the end of the day, they're all just words. Like, you know, I don't know. I've been called a lot of things. Call me everything but late for dinner. It's only happened once. <laughs> yeah. My chins well, I mean, prove that story. Is I, is I fight? Well, because, well, my, like my dad. Um, I still felt I so bad, though. My dad was pissed. And well, then, I think your dad, well, I mean, I, don't, I can't speak for your parents, but my dad made My parents were me. different then. Well, no, but my, my parents made the point to me years later when we were talking about when I it was old enough to understand why they didn't want me hanging out with them back then. And it wasn't that they didn't want me hanging out with them. They just didn't want me over to their house. Because it's like, they knew that obviously I was friends with them. They just didn't want me to go over to their house where there might be a, a brother or a sibling or even their dad or an uncle that was keeping track of what was going on nationally and very angry at all white people. And just they were just trying to take precautions. To be was, fair, though, if I had met you when we were kids, I'd have beat you up. I was the same size. Good luck. Mm. I used to beat up all the boys. Climbing like a tree. I've been the same size since I was like 11, 12, 13. Where did that come from? We're talking about other stuff. I'm just saying. I beat you up when we were kids. Racism or not, if if I had known you and we had been the same age and I had met you as a kid, I probably would have beat you up. What does it be racism? Both white. Well, whatever. It doesn't. (laughs) What I'm saying, racism or not. Your parents being worried about you getting beat up at your, you know, your buddy's house or whatever. Oh, you probably would beat me up. Well, well I'd have beat just, you up just for the sake of beating you up, probably. That's, that's but I grew up with boys. That's what we did. We all hit each other, all of us. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think there was a boy that I grew up with that we didn't get into a fist fight at some point. Fine. Bruce wants to be on my lap. My doggy wants to be on my lap. No, else. No, but my point. I guess my point was is like, well, wait, wait, wait. My dad made it very clear, and this is the only real, real like, truly racist thing I ever think ever cut or come out of my dad's mouth. And it's, he's like, there's a big difference between, you know, people and... Peepaw. People. And then he said, you know, the beep, N-word. But he's like, there's a difference between them, and you don't need to be just because... And he said specifically, you don't have to be black to be an N-word. He's like, they I probably call more white colors. people that word to be fair. Well, I mean, it's people like, can hate me if they want over that. I don't care. So it's like, <laughs> I I grew up. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything about that, which is fine. But it's like, I as the older I get, the more I kind of understand it because I've met a lot of people that fall into the category. They're just 
fucking like wankers. Wankers, yeah. Just, just like, it just, and it's just, and my dad's right. All shapes, sizes, and colors. It doesn't even matter. You don't need to, you, it's, yeah. it's a term that just basically just means I'm more special than everybody else. Leave me, you owe me something. Fuck off. Yeah. Disrespectful as fuck for no reason. Like, I can understand but, people, like, tying the race thing with it, but I think for, like, a lot of people, it's not like that. I think well, that's see, what that's, you're trying to say. It's the, Well, it's the weird thing is, is because language changes over time. It does. Words and their meaning change over well, what time. What the fuck did cut mean? Cut used to mean you're fucking veg. Well, now, if you're in Australia, cunt means it's like, yeah, you're a proper cunt. It's whatever, and if you're in the U.S., a cunt is such an offensive thing. Oh, my God, how dare you call me a cunt. If if the worst thing no, I'm being in, called is cunt, hello, no, thank you. No, no, <laughs> down in Australia, it's a compliment. Right. It's, it's, it's like everything's I used to game with there. a guy from Australia, and he used to talk about fucking how sensitive Americans are. And it's like, it's he's not entirely wrong. I mean, not at all. It's just like, man, can we just get over all of this taboo shit and just be people? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean realize well, words are words. If you don't like the words people are using, don't listen to them. Don't yeah, hang out with them. Go away. Yeah, <laughs> don't get on the fucking internet if you're sensitive. I just yelled at that kid the other night for that shit, and he started crying. Not my problem. Tell your mama to put fucking parental controls on. Yeah, there you go. But no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I need to finish up my thought process on the whole... All right, I'm drunk. No, you're not drunk yet. I'm feeling pretty good. Well, you can feel pretty good, but you ain't drunk yet. I know your voice when you're drunk, and you ain't drunk yet. I'm getting pretty close. It's in my eyes, well. That's why we sit at home just chilling. Anyway, listen. So, the reason I brought Maybe we're burning up. What? You said we were chilling. Maybe we're burning up. That's later. But no, there's a reason why I, I, I uh, well, there's, so, the thing I have to finish talking about, I hate you, <laughs> talking no, you about, is like the, the, the language thing, because language changes over time, it's just like, you know, like, 10 years ago, if somebody said literally, it meant the word literally, it meant absolute, yeah. this is what I'm talking Oh my god, you. literally. Now, nowadays, literally just means figuratively. Like, it literally, it's changed within 10 years. It literally means the opposite. Exactly. (laughs) So, for whatever reason, you know, but for for some weird reason, all of a sudden, when it comes to certain language and certain words, whether or not, I don't know if it's, if if, if people are just like, hey, this is a crutch, so let's leave it mean the exact same thing. If some, one one type of people say it, but if other people say it, it's okay. I, I just get so confused by that. That's why it's like the whole conversation. Yeah, it's not came, okay. The whole conversation, I don't think that's okay at all. The whole conversation came up recently because of there was controversy with a lot of people. Controversy. Um, it's the same thing. You say it both ways. Don't be trendy. It's not trendy. It's literally another way you can say it. Controversy is the way it was pronounced, not controversy. You can do it that way. What are you, a 15-year-old hipster? No, actually, I no. don't. Honestly, a 15-year-old hipster probably has no idea what that word means. Actually, I probably picked it up from the British <laughs> people I listen to in politics because that's how they pronounce it. Anyway, not Well, the fuck point. them. We don't like them. I know. We we fought them anyway. So They smell funny. The whole point is, is like the, I can't even get through a damn po- point with you. I swear to God. Just keep talking. You know this. Is <laughs> it really my train of thought? I'm starting to feel it, too, over here. Yeah. This is, this is why we shouldn't drink together and do a podcast. 
You wanted to do this. I came <clears throat> down here and you had it. Ready. It was spontaneous, dude. Spontaneous human combustion. Spontaneous organs. I have a book upstairs as a whole section that's really interesting on spontaneous human combustion. Oh, that's weird. But the book is from the 70s. And it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of shit in it that science has explained since. But it's still neat to read. I think you've told me about this before. Anyway, It's in our kitchen next to the recipe re- books. That's kind of weird. Anyway, listen to the rest of this. <laughs> So I can get it out, and then we can move on to a different conversation, different stuff. Get out of there, Bruce. Get, get out of there. So, <clears throat> long story short, there was stuff that came up recently where people were trying to. There was people <laughs> were trying to sit there and call people cracker for no reason whatsoever because you know it's okay. It's not a racial slur or whatever. I don't care so, if they call me a cracker. Just give me some cheese. Yeah, that would be the appropriate response. <laughs> To, to something like that. <laughs> At least in the old neighborhood. Oh, that's, it's that's how it was. Get out from under there. Go. Dog. That would be the appropriate response in the old neighborhood. When someone would call you something totally outlandish and ridiculous, you just make a joke about it. And Have a smart-ass response. Exactly. That's how it would be. Better be a smart-ass than a dumb-ass. <laughs> but back then, because everyone was on the same table, for, on the same page for the most part... It wasn't about race, really. It was about class. We yeah. all was fucked. I'm not going to lie. I used to think that people in Parker Woods, man, I used to think that that was as good as it got. It's like thinking you of it. You were in John's house down there. I knew this kid, John. Well, she knows I knew this kid, John. Well, it's like there. one of the girls I grew up with. Their house was disgusting, but I also mm-hmm. knew it was the layout was a lot nicer than ours. If they knew how to clean and not let their dog shit all over the place and actually cleaned it up when they did. Well, that's the thing. It's like they they had some nice places and some nice yards down there, but most of them was like, it's the people that lived in there. It was generational. That Parker's Woods was built like what? That whole neighborhood is generational. You know how hard it is to find, well, you know how hard it is to find a house that goes up for sale there. You get maybe yeah. one or two houses a year that'll and go up for sale, like if that. When, like when we were, and a lot of them winds up going back to the family anyway. Well, that well that one that we were looking at just <laughs> down the street from my parents' house? Mm-hmm. Because they lived up out of Parker They probably wound up selling it to a family member. Well, no, it was just, a, it was a friend, basically. They were Close putting enough. It up, they were putting it up and they were going to sell I even, when I offered, I ended up offering like three grand more than what the other people were asking. Mm-hmm. Or what they were asking. And they still were like, no, we're selling it to the other people. It would have like, been nice to be closer to your parents, but honestly, I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. A lot of ways. Well, I mean, every time I drive by it, do do you ever tour that house with me? I can't remember. No, no, I was working that day and it went up pretty quick. And that was at that point about the time that we had decided, hey, if it goes up, go get it. And if it's a good house, put in an offer. We'll talk to each other later about it. Yeah, it didn't have a, didn't have a basement, I don't think. I think it had everything we wanted. It was just oh, the yeah, homeowners yeah, association. Yeah, the homeowners association was a problem, and <coughs> it had uh, no fence. There was no fence to the yard. That was another thing, which we would have had to probably fight the homeowners association to put a fence in. Yeah, um, a lot of them. Neighbor, a lot of them houses over there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that till just now. Well, they also like uh, what was it like? Inside, it was weird. It was like whoever modeled it was. Stuck in the, they like the seventies, so the whole house was kind of decked out in the seventies. The, the redeeming parts of it, there was a, there was a sun, a sun deck or a sunroom yeah. before you walked up back, and it had a jacuzzi in there that was workable. 
Even without the jacuzzi, I would, oh. That was I like would the, kill for House of the Sun room. That was a redeeming factor, I ain't even gonna lie. I seen the jacuzzi and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want house right now. Like, I am halfway to orgasming just talking about it. Well, I mean. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have to cut this podcast short, yo. Um, <laughs> Did you pee yourself? No. I pee myself. I don't know. I just imagine it doing it on your face. No, I didn't say that. You don't want to pee on me. Yeah. You're, you're trying to do my. Well, it's no, weird. Like, when, I, when, I, when I said, when I first thing out of my huh? mouth, when I, or first thing in my head, when I, after I said that, it was, I had a flashback with conversations with uh, Dylan about Tegan. Like, Are never you supposed wanted, to say names? I say first names. I don't, don't say last names. Unless it's oh. like, like I've said Chris's last name before on here, but it's only because there's like literally 25,000 of his, Johnson's in within three states of here. Like no one's gonna I'm related to a bunch of Johnsons. And yeah, I don't no, even Chris know half was, of them. Chris was even asking if asking about your lineage a couple of times. I remember. I think I've asked there. him before if he knew any of them. Yeah. But I only know a couple of them, so I don't know if I'm related to Chris or not. Well, hopefully not. I've seen his butt more than I've seen yours. Well, I mean, I guess it's better than me seeing his butt. Although I think I've seen his butt once or twice. <laughs> I think I've seen any pictures of his butt. Right. Well, and then he did that Facebook post, of him and the the fucking grilling apron that one time, and he put it up on fucking Facebook. It was a video, oh, and he God. turns around and his ass is hanging out, and I was just like, "What?" <laughs> you never get ridiculous. I was all like, "What the hell?" It's still funny though. I mean, I, I giggled times. way too hard and I snorted. Oh, this is, I'm this sure is, I snorted. Oh, you probably did. No, it's, it's, <laughs> It's Chris's sense of humor, though. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They're a nice like, family. Like for like, Chris acts so much like a military guy, even though he's he never, does. never been in the military. He has the the dry sense of humor, which is really perverted and very gay a lot. Which is most of the military friends that I have. That's why you like him. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you guys funny? doing when you hang out? No, no, no. <laughs> guys' night. In the literal term. He keeps on saying we need to have a guy's night, and we never do. A little bit of cockfight and some tummy oh, sticks. Oh, I need mm. to see if, he wants, if he's going on Saturday. I guess Sean's supposed to be going. Is he, he looked familiar when I was over there the other day. Yeah, he's been in a couple different bands. And then he added you on Facebook once, and you asked, because you saw we were mutual friends, and you asked if I knew who he was and how I knew him. I can't remember if I accepted it or not. I, I think you did. To, I wasn't trying to be a dick about it. No, and that's not it how I took that. It's a. It's just weird. I've kind of grown out of that whole thing of like, hey, I don't know you, but let me accept your friendship. You know, it's like I used to do that shit when I was back in the scene all the I time. I did until I started bartending, and then I was like, fuck, man, I'm not sure if I know these people or not, but I that's should probably why. add them, so. That's, what, that's where I got that from. And I hate I that. I hate scene. that. I wish I, I honestly would love to delete Facebook. It is such a pain in my fucking ass. And then I lost the one that I had for years and years, so it's like, it's not like I have, you know, 15 years of memories on this new Facebook. Yeah, the one that I, when I left the music scene, I got a new Facebook because the old one had was tied up with so much shit. Deactivated that thing. Like, I had so many pages I was, I was co-admin to. Like, I, I 
I think it's read a page is actually deleted because I deleted my Facebook. It was like, there's no admin for this page. Oh, well. <laughs> like, there was so much stuff tied up to that page. So it was like, I couldn't even get on there without being blasted with the stuff that I didn't want to see. You could tie me up. All right, look, you know what I'm talking about? Is though, like, we're going to stop. Stop. Well, whatever. I need a cigarette. Oh, you need a cigarette? Yeah. I'd like a fag, sir. I don't know if you can say that on here. Well, pretend to be a British, because it means cigarette. Well, I know. Well, I mean, that's what, again, the evolution of language. Things mean different things. Jesus Christ, people are are too sensitive. I know. It's really annoying. It is very annoying. If I I want to offend somebody, I'm going to be a lot worse in a word or two. Wait, wait, wait. Question. You used to be a gamer when you were a kid, right? A little bit. On and off. That word you just said, we'll just refer to it as the F word so we don't piss anybody off. But <laughs> even as a gamer, word, gamers are less filtered than the rest of the world, that's generally. What I'm saying. Tell me that wasn't a common thing you would say to your bros and hoes online. We said it to everybody. Exactly. Everybody, real life or not. There was the game. I grew up with boys. Nothing was off limits. If you want to call somebody something, you did. If oh. they didn't like it to the point it bothered them bad enough, you get in a fucking fist fight. You guys would duke it out. It'd be done. You'd be mad for all of about ten minutes. Get the fuck over it. Well, be back to that, doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that, yeah. But the that's all it was. That word. Wait, what was it? That word. I don't know. Uh, okay, when I started getting older, I started getting out of the neighborhood. Uh, I, every Let them prove I ain't a man. They have no idea. I mean, if they want to get politically correct about it, prove mean? I ain't a man. Who's off for two seconds? I'm so on. <laughs> uh, you're you're up in like La La Land somewhere else. I'm like like still down here on Earth. Loopholes, baby. Loopholes. <laughs> it's like that one joke. The woman slaps the guy. Or she like breaks his Xbox or something, and she's like, he's like, I'll beat your ass, and she's like, No, you won't. I'm a woman. And he runs to the closet real quick, grabs a wig, and says, I identify as a woman, bitch. <laughs> Jumps over the damn sofa, slaps her ass. <laughs> like shit. Um, I hate that shit too, man. But no, um, no. When I started getting out and about, and I met some met some gay folks. Stupid they shit. They used to use that results. call that call them each other the f word all the time. They call me it. They tell me, oh, I don't care if you use it. I don't care. I call you like, a fuck too. Well, no, not that. The other <laughs> one. The thing, it was almost like they were doing it so much. They were doing it so much. They almost like, or they wanted other people to do it so much. Almost like, okay, normalize this. Please normalize it. Please yeah. normalize the fact that I'm this way. Well, like, like you said, diff- that's what comedy is. Well, right. But the, back then it was a different time though too. Back then, like gay and lesbians weren't as accepted as they are now. Way less so. Way less. So. Well, and what got that accepted? Normalization. Normalization. Comedy. Yeah. People not being so fucking sensitive and people pulling their fucking tampons out. Mm-hmm. You're pretty much just drinking straight rum at this point. I know. Well, it wasn't like that. I had some, some alcohol, but I need a cigarette and some more shit. Yeah. I don't want to switch the water for your next drink. You Why through, is the rum gone? You've run through half of that bottle trying, so far. Yeah. I didn't think you drank that much. I really haven't. I'm feeling pretty good for not drinking as much. I don't know. I'm well, we worried my ate, liver. Have, we also eat most of that pizza. I'm also worried my liver is going into like that intolerance mode. It's intolerance, what do you mean? 
So when you drink enough, it's like your liver starts failing and it doesn't take very much. Okay. Uh, no you, more drinking you, for you then. <laughs> so when you start in the beginning stages of alcoholism, it goes and most people develop a tolerance. Which means, you know, like when we first started dating, I could put down most of this bottle to get to the point I am now. I can't even go, if I drink that much, I'm feeling fucking drunk. So, I don't think you're to that point yet, and I don't drink, I I probably drink half as much as you do. I have been taking it lately. So, it has helped a little bit, but it's also, I don't, I can't drink the way I used to. I think that my my is starting to go into intolerance. I think it's you're over like that. a little bit. I can have two drinks sometimes and I'm fucked up. You've seen it. I You've also, seen it after my first drink. I also drink. know I've been how your bartenders up. make your drinks. There's not that much pop to those drinks. There's mostly liquor. I've watched Linda just sit there and keep pouring shot after shot after That's shot. That's like if I don't know the bartender, I'll walk into a place and it's like, I don't even taste the liquor. It just tastes like soda. And it's awful. It's fucking awful. You have to remember that shit too. Like, yeah. Like no one thing I've learned about health being like ten years older than you. I'm not growling robbing the cradle guys. I promise. Yes, he is. I'm twelve. <sighs> one thing I've learned is that the <laughs> as bad as you think your health can get, trust me, it can get worse. Oh, it can always. It will. Like you ain't even hit the tip of the iceberg yet. Uh, yeah, you you've been over that peak for a hot minute here. Fuck you. <laughs> You're damn near 40 now. Look Shut at you up. and your old ass. Fucking cradle robbing motherfucker. All right, that's enough of this. All right, I'm gonna, we're, we're going to end this now because I normally go for a half hour on the way to work anyway. <laughs> it's 37 minutes. There was two of us, and we weren't even planning on doing this. We were just having a good old time. So say bye. Bye. He's going to show me his butthole. I'm going to put Larry the Cucumber in it. Oh, <laughs> 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 you know no, your bowl's getting fucked tonight. Anyway, I will talk to you. Yeah. Peace and chicken gravy. Oh, motherfuckers. All right, so this is like a really cheaty way to do this. Because here's the thing. All right, I get sick and tired of like taking breaks in between when I record episodes to put like ads in them and stuff like that. And it's like, honestly, if you're just here to listen to me, I you don't you don't need to be listening to an ad. I don't really, you know, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start, if I can, as long as, like, I keep the beats going really good and I don't need time to think my thoughts through more, I'm going to stop pausing in between and I'm just going to record this whole episode, put an ad at the very end, and then put this at the very end of every episode, just so that, you know, because it makes you put the ad in between two clips, I can't either have to put it at the beginning or in between, so that way... If you've already listened to if you've already listened to the ad, I appreciate it. It's a simple way to show support. If if you haven't, and you're not even hearing this, then I guess it doesn't matter. But you can click off now because this is done. But I'll just say is a little bit of extra side notes, I guess, considering I'm here. If uh, I do have listener support on, if you go to Anchor.com or go to my page on Anchor, you guys want to subscribe for money? You can. It's not necess- It's not. It's not something that you need to do. I don't ever really offer anything extra. It's just there. I don't really care. I do this whether I get paid for it or not. Part of the reason why I figured out this whole thing with the ads, I don't really want to just jam them in your face, try to get paid for them. I'd rather just have it be an option.
So when I say take it easy and you stop listening, you don't get to the end, that's cool. That's fine. You listen to it, you gave me a view, that's the whole point. It's still growing me in the algorithm because more people view it, more people might like it. Cool. Either way, that's fine. Well, a better listening experience for you guys and uh, less BS on my part, I guess you could say. But a little bit more housekeeping. The uh, link to email me if you want to is in the description of the podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, corrections, because God knows I'm not right on everything, um, please actually know what you're doing if you email me. I've had so many people email. I've had some people email me that just spouted off shit that they heard on CNN or something with actually no links to dip back up their data at all. And I emailed them back the sources on everything that they said that disproved everything they said. Never got a response back, obviously. And they probably just blocked the email. But either way, hit me up if you want to, even if it's just to say hi. I'm cool. And that email is just for this podcast, so nothing else goes to it. So I will not... Should not miss your emails. Yeah. Anyway, cheers. Y'all have a good day. Uh, peace.